<clears throat> I hate Philadelphia sports, and so should you. At least, hey, at least we aren't Houston sports, though. Texans suck. The Rockets are about to lose both their stars. At least we have our draft picks. Exactly. Do we even have our draft picks? All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Birds podcast. I'm going to keep the introductions a little short because we're a little pissed off today. The uh, whole gang's here, basically. Whole Everyone's gang, here. The whole gang's here. Plus Jay, who's now a, a very recurring guest. Yes. Max, Nader, Jay, you're all here. Follow us Eagles on Instagram. Empire, if you don't know. Yeah, That's follow Jay. us all on Instagram. But let's get right into it. Giant, <laughs> the Eagles lost. I hate this team. I won't, I, I don't know. what I, I mean, I'm going to try and hold back on the cursing, but this team is so bad. So bad. I'm I'm not gonna get into anything today besides how much I hate Doug Peterson. Me we were talking a little bit before the podcast started, you know, getting the notes together here and whatnot. You see the play calling has been absolutely terrible. Apparently the practice has been absolutely terrible. Every time I see Jalen Hurts get on this field, I get so excited. So excited. I'm like, oh my God, he might throw the ball. We could have some fun today. Oh hey, Doug. Yeah, let's run the read option again. Every single time, two point plays in. Oh, James Hurston. Oh, yeah, read option. Thanks, Doug. Great play calling there, man. Doing a great job. I'm gonna. I'm dropping my top head coach list next season for in a few. I'll drop it later in the episode, but I'm dropping it. Like I, I can't deal with Doug Peterson anymore. It's he. It's not even just him. It's Schwartz too. They don't know how to adjust at all. At all. They can't adjust at all. Yeah, Max is just coming for Doug Peterson. I want everybody's head. I want Jim Schwartz, Carson Wentz, Howie Roseman, Press Taylor, whatever the whatever the hell you do during the week. I actually don't know. I think you might be the extra water. They boy. all suck, Jay. Everyone on the team Rich sucks. Rich Gangarello. Who even are you, Rich Gangarello? Send them to the XFL. I don't even see you. Uh, Aaron Moorhead, thank you for at least being a decent coach at what you do. But Doug Peterson, the offense is so bland. There's no creativity. There's no rhythm. How, how did Miles Sanders and Boston Scott have 141 yards on 18 touches? And then that's all I got, 18 touches. Because they, our coach sucks. That's how. There's no, there's no rhythm. Like, and then with the, the stuff with Jalen Hurts, like, I get using it in a situation where the offense is stalling. As usual, it's stalling. But if it's just really stalling. Yeah, but Jay, let's say together. Read options, win us football games. Come on. It's the same play, and you're doing it in the, such the worst. Like Carson Wentz will make two nice throws. You have two nice runs, and then you have a, a Jalen Hurts read option on first and ten, and you lose five yards because you put him in cold. He runs a read option. He's doing. He's Miles Sanders will have a twelve yard run, and on first down they won't give it to him. I'm like, okay, second down, give it to him. Nope, second down. Let's have Carson Wentz high throw. Nope, incomplete. Now you have a third and ten. Yeah, the Giants defense is built to stop long passes, and they literally just decided to go trigger happy deep on third down. Patrick Graham absolutely schooled Doug Peterson. Future <laughs> head coaching candidate. He might be on my list, by the way. Let me you know that. Garrett, Jason Garrett schooled Jim Schwartz, but I'm used to everybody schooling Jim Schwartz at this point. As long as you throw it in a He sucks, too. He should be fired this week. Get rid of him. 
as long as you're letting Nikhil Roby Coleman, you're fine. Carson Wentz, you know, you have to blame. I he, I keep seeing people say you you don't blame Carson Wentz's regression on Doug Peterson, but Doug Peterson's been the coach for five years, and Carson Wentz has gotten worse basically every. Carson year. Wentz didn't have a terrible game yesterday, but he didn't have a good game, and it mostly showed the flaws in Doug Peterson more than Wentz yesterday about how bad the game plan was. I really. I want to rip Peterson's head off for how bad the play calling was. I don't even, you guys can't see my camera right now, but I literally want to rip his head off. Man, they should have blown the Giants out. He is fuming. But like Carson Wentz is so average at this stage. Like he literally, like he was, he was Daniel Jones yesterday. He was literally Daniel Jones without turnovers. And I'm watching this, I'm watching him. And it's like, oh, yeah, he didn't do anything wrong, but this guy's getting. Danny Dimes, baby. Trey Carson Wentz for Danny Dimes. He's getting $128 million. To throw for 200 yards, no touchdowns, 0 for 6 on third down? Are you telling me this is good? You're telling me that. Was it 0 for 6 or was it 0 for 8? 0 for 6 passing. On the oh, oh, but they were 0 for 8 overall. 0, Sorry. It's 0 the first, for 9. It was like the first 9. time since like, oh, it was 0 for 9. It was like 0, 0 for 9. 9 for the, they haven't covered a first da- or third down conversion yesterday for the first time. I think so it was 1984. Yeah, Doug Pearson, great job yesterday, buddy. You're living off Frank Reich's great offense from the Super Bowl year. Have some fun with that. And any other division, the Eagles are in any other division, he's getting fired this year or I last mean, year probably. How the hell was the game plan? Like Isaac Yadam is horrible. Isaac Yadam reminds me of Leotis McKelvin, but we decided that throwing at James Bradbury eight times when he's the top five graded corner in this league was the best decision. On fourth and 10, Carson Wentz throws a, behind, throws a pass behind Jalen Rager, basically right to the back of James Bradbury. And Doug Peterson today is like, I bet he wishes he's got that throwback. Like, are you? Yeah, of course he wishes he's got that throwback. What a cliche answer. And, you know, Carson at this point. That was when you have a system coach. Carson Wentz is a, he's not a top, he's nowhere close to a top 10 quarterback anymore. And people are, are saying, oh, but he was good every other year. But at this point, we have five years and he has one elite season. His rookie season, whatever, he was a rookie. 2018, he was okay. Coming, we'll give him coming off the rehab, coming off ACL, you know, coming off that injury, coming off the rehab, whatever. But then 2019, his mechanics were still off. Like, yes, they made the playoffs. He kind of dragged them there, but his mechanics were still off. And they beat on my, they beat on Washington, New York, and Dallas. That's all they did. And now, this year, you're one Evan Ingram drop away from having two wins. One of them is against Ben DiNucci, and the other one is against Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. So you're not a good team. And this, and then Howie Roseman. Whether or not he stays is whatever. At this point, I think he has to go or be reassigned. But this man's literally burning money. Get rid of them all. Fire sale. We'll sell them all. Get rid of them all. He's burning money, burning picks. You think about the last few years. Deshaun Jackson, when, what has he done? Golden Tate, eight games of garbage. Corey Nelson, who is that? Michael Bennett lasted a year. You got Malik Jackson, who isn't good, who had like a few good weeks. Now he sucks. But Jay, 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 listen to me here real quick. They shouldn't have traded a first-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins because, you know, he's not doing great in Arizona right now. Stephon Diggs is not a top-three receiver right now. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God glad. forbid Howie drafted a good receiver because these two are two top-five receivers right now. God so they forbid could take, Howie could draft. Yeah, they could take Andre Dillard and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but, so yeah, but don't, you, don't you know if we fire Doug, we're getting Bill O'Brien. Yeah, if they hired Bill O'Brien, he's the one person worse than Doug Peterson. I'm, I'm a better say, coach than both of those. I can I'm run plays straight that. out of Madden 21, and the I will fact, win more games than the them. The fact combined. you said Bill O'Brien, I'm just going to completely ignore what you said there to roast Javon, <laughs> to roast Javon Hargrave because he's been a no-show. But then I'm I'm stunned that 
we drank this Kool-Aid, that I drank this Kool-Aid, that this fourth, that this three, four nose tackle was going to make this seamless transition into a four, three, one tech and be this great player next to Fletcher Cox. He hasn't done that. We thought Nikhil Roby Coleman top five. Fletcher top Cox five. has also been non-existent. Shout out Brandon Graham, the only good player. Cox has been okay. Uh, and I, I think Cox has been okay. okay. He's just good. He's just though. He's getting, I think his whole career, hours. he's been, he's been sort he's of just like hard. fine. He's, no, he's he, he was, he was, he was elite before like this year. He was maybe good. last year. He's, he's good. He's good. But we like, we keep like the argument for Cox is, oh, he gets doubled. But I'm watching Grady Jarrett and Aaron Donald get doubled and DeForest Buckner and they're fine. So this ain't an Donald argument. Donald gets tripled and he's fine. We got three of the most highest paid defensive tackles that can't stop the damn run. Wayne Gallman, who is he now? He was good at Clemson. He's irrelevant now. Now he's killing us. We got TJ Edwards who put together. Yeah, at least the Giants give Wayne Gallman the ball. Oh, Peterson should take some notes. We hyped Our up TJ running backs the ball. We, we hyped up even top Edwards. five running back. Hyped up TJ Edwards for weeks, and then he comes out in his biggest performance. The dude runs like cement. He has cement feet. Can't move laterally. Can't cover a soul. He's not very good. So maybe Jay, get- Jay, Jay, calm down, bro. The linebackers was not a problem. How we didn't think that was a problem coming in. Jim Schwartz doesn't even use linebackers. Oh, Lord. To end my rant, the, because you mentioned it, Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. The plan going into this offseason clearly was to get young receivers around Carson Wentz, but here's how that doesn't make sense. We drafted three receivers. Actually, four, we have to look at four in the past two years. J.J. Arthur Whiteside, Jalen Rager. John healthy Hyde, scratch, Tyler, by the Walker. way. They pulled in Nelson Aguilar. J.J. Arthur Whiteside was a healthy scratch yesterday. We got four young receivers, and you say you want to build a young receiver core around Wentz, but you still... You still was gonna. You still were gonna play Deshaun Jackson more if he didn't get hurt, and you're still gonna play Alshon Jeffrey more when he gets healthy. Quez Watkins inactive, JJ inactive, John Hightower played three snaps. So where is this young receiver core you would you hyped up building? But you yeah, could, DeAndre I Hopkins is 28 years old, 28, not even 30, 28. I would. Did they trade for him? I wouldn't trade that much for Stefan Diggs. For Stefan Diggs, I wouldn't have gave up that many picks. But thinking about it, you know, we got Andre Dillard for a first-round pick, so we're just we're burning those. Oh yeah, great, great left tackle. He's doing so much this year. I, I bet if Doug, I bet if Doug Pearson's the head coach, Stephon Diggs is only twenty-six, by the way. So you know that both young, yeah, Doug, not young, but Peterson, relatively. If Peterson and Roseman have power again next year, Andre Andre Dillard's going to start a left tackle, and they're never even going to consider playing Jordan Mailata because they wasted this first-round pick on a mentally and physically soft left tackle that they didn't even meet with until the draft day. So I'm glad the, the draft process makes a lot of sense. I've always so, been great drafter, man. Doing a great job. Then, it's just bad. Like what? Like there's no light at the end. Like they're not bad with young players. They're bad playing old, expensive players, and they're going to continue to pump this narrative that, oh, we're not too far away from the division, though. You know, we still have this division lead. There, how? There is no way. I don't buy it that Jeffrey Laurie is believing this team is going anywhere. And that's why I do not believe that Doug Peterson's the head coach next year. I believe he gets fired a week after week 17. He, I don't. It might be in the playoffs that week. You forgot that part. <laughs> I hope. Let Deuce play. Let Deuce coach the playoff game. I don't care. I think they should fire Doug Peterson this week and let Deuce co- stay coach the rest of the season. And then you can see if you actually have a good head coach on the team. And I don't care. I don't care. I hate the argument that, oh, is this even going to make the team better? At some point in this season, they should pull Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts. I don't care about the contract. I don't care about this commitment. If Doug Peterson's not your head coach and if Harry Roseman isn't your GM, then that contract Carson Wentz got, eh, irrelevant. Any clock he has, irrelevant. He needs to play better. 
and the, the, they didn't draft a quarterback in the second round because they had 100% faith in him either. And so someone up top, whether it's Howie, Doug, or Lori, doesn't believe in Carson, and, hey, they have a reason now. Listen, wow. Nader, you've been, you've, Nader, you've been really silent over there. That was a hey, whole lot. <laughs> give, me, give me your thoughts. Give me your I, was, thoughts. I was letting these two clear the air. Clearly had a lot on their chest. I feel obviously similarly, similarly, but I don't have as much passion right now because quite frankly, I don't really care about this team right now. Like this is just this franchise. I, they, I was mad earlier in the season. I was mad week four, week five, week six, week seven, week eight. And then the bye week, week nine, I just thought, you know what? It's time to check out. It's, it's, it's just, this is this team. And to, and to Jay's point, how did we get here is really the question that's on my mind. How did we get here? Because inept, inept leadership, a GM who couldn't build a Super Bowl roster and the coach can't draft and a coach who can't coach his own players. So just, I, I got a couple of things I just pulled up for you guys. First of all, the, the Eagles have the second, I think this is right. Maybe I, maybe I'd made this number up, but one of the, they're Probably definitely right. one of the most stat, it's most likely right. One of the, they're definitely one of the most expensive rosters in the league, but I no, think they are. True. I think they are the second. Most. Yeah, I think they're second. There you go. Okay, so this is the second most expensive Fletcher roster. Fletcher Cox, hundred million dollars. Yeah, Wentz, whatever he's getting paid. Let's look Graham's at the top. A good yeah. of money. Let's look at the top cap on the roster right now, and you can tell me how he got here. First of all, Carson Wentz. That's number that one. Would, at that, that, that's fine. I'm not mad at that deal. That's that, a fine that, deal had, that deal had right. me. Here comes the bad ones. Fletcher Cox, seventeen million. Alshon mm-hmm. Jeffrey. 15 mm-hmm. million. Hey, how many Lane catches did Alshon have yesterday? You know I tell think me? none. Zero, one. Zero. One fat, part fat, zero catches. A fat zero. Lane Johnston, 10 million. Jason Kelsey, seven. Brandon Graham, six. Malik Jackson, 4.6. Darius Slay, four. Derek Barnett, four. Jason Peters, four. Jalen Mills. He's Javon Hargrave. I, I, I will say that. The Johnson one I'm not mad at. The Graham I'm not mad at. The Slay one I'm not mad at. Once you track all these look down. How bad it gets. Look how bad it gets next year. Though. Let's take a look at next year. Next year is Wentz at 34. Fletcher Cox at 23. Hey, Sean Jeffrey at Carson 18. Ertz at 12. He's got to be off the books. Johnson at 17. Traded. Deshaun Jackson at 10. Brandon Brooks. Remember him at 14 and a half. I love Kelsey Brandon was going to retire at eight. Brandon Graham jumps up to 18 million. Malik Jackson jumps up to 13. Slay jumps up to 15. Barnett jumps up to 10. Hargrave jumps up to 15. I mean, these people, the our big ticket players all sort of suck. If I'm going to be hey, honest fuck. with you, bro, that's not bro. How many players do we have on this roster that you are confident in saying they are key pieces? Because some of them, I thought one, I have one. It's Miles one. Sanders. Miles Sanders. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Let's take a look I at this. Let's few. just take a I step back. Because yeah. I think, think Dallas Goddard. I had Dallas Goddard. Okay. Dallas Goddard. I agree with that one. I agree with that Shaky one. season. I like, up. yeah. Here's what He's I said. banged up. The, the, I let's feel take, like you can't really judge him off this season, though, because the season's Wett, been such where's a Josh terrible. Been? Josh yeah. Wett, where's Josh Weppin? Let's take a let's take a step or two back and just look at this kind of big picture right now. First of all, That's I'm going Schwartz through. Fault, by the way. I'm going through a simulation right now of what the end of the standings might look like. But I am like. The Eagles are still the favorite in this division. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs so at four eleven and one. They and um, if you guys look at the schedules right now, the only team that could really challenge Philly is New York, and they're they have at most two wins on their schedule, which is one I think against Dallas and one against Cincinnati, well, and other than that, Dallas, it's a lot of know. losses, right? So and do you and, trust this team to this team is going to get we're going to say they go five oh and five these next five weeks yeah 100 percent they're going going five so both teams are now let's say both teams I mean, we overrate the browns i wouldn't be shocked if they somehow beat the browns 
No, the rest I, of them, yeah. They can't Bro, beat Lane anybody. Ballman and Alfred Baker, Mil- Ma- Baker Mayfield's does. terrible. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they we don't just lost to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is better than Baker Mayfield. They don't have to throw. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are going to run 300 yards on this defense. It's true. Yeah. No, I think we're definitely losing out. We're, we're at, we're at, what would that put us at? Three, three 10 and one. Okay. Three, 10 and one. And New York would be at three, three, three and three and three, three and, and 11. Yeah. Three and 11. Three and 11. York plays. New York week 16. This is the problem is New York in week 16 plays Baltimore, which is, which is a loss that puts them to three and 12. They would have to win week 17. Who they play week 17, which I think is Dallas. I yeah, know we Dallas. play Washington week seven. We play Washington, so they play Dallas. So that puts them at four and twelve, and that would mean we have to lose to Washington. Certainly possible, but we have Dallas in week sixteen, right? We have Dallas in week sixteen. So Eagles are looking at if they lose to Washington what and beat about Dallas. The Washington schedule four, though, eleven and one. More of a threat than the Giants right now. Four, we would be four eleven and one if we beat if we beat Dallas, lost to Washington. The New York would be four and twelve if they only beat Dallas. So really, the only shot we have here is the Giants beating the Bengals and winning the division at five and eleven. I want my Honest top to ten pick. Meanwhile, Washington has Washington has Cincy, Dallas, and then lost to the Steelers, lost to the Niners, lost to Seattle, lost to maybe they could beat Carolina, and then they have us. So how many, I mean, look, how many wins are on that Washington? I find it funny. I find Washington's it funny at that two and eight. Eagles, I think. I find it funny. Yeah, I find it funny that the Eagles are a half game back from being a top twenty pick. And a half game back from being a top ten pick. Bro, we're gonna make the playoffs and get the fourth best corner in the draft with no cap space. I want. I want. That's such I a want dude, some, That's I a want nightmare. A that's a, you, that's a I want Micah corner. Parsons or I want win, Jamar Chase. How do you win five games and pick nineteenth? That's a doomsday scenario. <clears throat> that's a nightmare. If the Eagles keep losing out, I think Washington wins the next two games. I think they're going to beat the Bengals next week, and I think they'll be, beat the Cowboys. That would the be such, I, I, okay. I don't want to say this. I, obviously, I can't root against the Eagles on game day, but I am rooting against them uh, in the abstract. <laughs> I am rooting against them. I, I hope they lose. I, I hope they lose. I really do because it, it like Jay said, we, we're going nowhere. We, we're literally like. See, you know it's going to be so funny after they beat the Browns next week. If they beat the Browns, we're going to be talking. Like, we're going to be right drinking, back in, drinking yeah. the Kool Aid again. Yeah. Like, oh, no, but let's us. let's just take a step back. Like, it. The two scenarios you have in your mind right now is the Eagles go 5-10-1 and one and lose the first round in the playoffs, pick 19, and probably keep probably keep Howie Roseman, fire Jim Schwartz, probably enter next season with Wentz at QB, or they keep Peterson. Something They're not making a huge shakeup, I think, if they make the playoffs. Or the alternative is they lose out, or they win one game. They're 4-11-1, let's say. They pick 8th. And they fire everybody. And I think that's a much Here's more plausible and, and better scenario. Think about this thing though. So if you lose five straight games, you're three, ten, and one. Yes. Is Doug Peterson gonna be able to rally the troops for Washington and Dallas? Is the problem is yes. These? That's the problem. It's like it's they the, start the some reason they line, just play probably. for him. They just play for him every time they're down in the dumps and they've been a terrible team. They just rattle he, off some ridiculous wins at the end of the season, sneak into the playoffs, and then I lose. need a coach who'll beat them up a little bit. You know what I mean? Not Bro, beat Doug, them up literally, but like Doug a little bit of a bounty gate. How is Doug? Doug, I don't think his message is really getting through to these people anymore because how does he how does he stand up there at the podium today and say that yeah, we were a little unprepared. How is you as a head coach, a Super Bowl winning head coach, how are you not able to get your your team prepared to play a division team in a almost must-win scenario? How can you not 100% get a must-win scenario? And that's the same thing he said, that's the same thing he said after the Dallas game when he had 10 days to prepare for the worst defense in football. 
He said I, we weren't prepared. Four. He's one in four off the like, bye. Off the bye he, week, yep. And he's and he has like two wins when he has more than ten with ten days to prepare. So with more time, he was worse. That doesn't make sense. And then we have all then there's the reports from Mike Silver that Carson Wentz has sloppy practice. There's yeah, a report from Mike Silver that they're blowing it all up after the season. So I don't even know what to believe anymore. And then and then there's the one where Doug Peterson, there's too many too many voices in his head. But this is what they did. This is what yeah, they the wanted. The voices are whispering in his ear. You're a terrible coach. You're going to get fired at this year. That's what they, they wanted all these new names. I don't know if Doug picked them personally. We don't even know. He has barely any power. No, he's got no power. This man has no say. Which is honestly, I don't even think. I don't think he wants to be here that much anymore. No, that, I'm with Jay on that one. I really I don't. I hope I think, not. I, I don't understand I think, why he would want to stay. I think he. There's a scenario in my head where Doug Peterson and the Eagles mutually part ways this offseason, as in he resigns and goes somewhere else. Because I can this see that cur- this current power structure, there's no way you get a good head coach. If Howie is going to say, "Well, you got to have this coach and this player, and you got to have this guy active on game day," is Eric Bieniemy going to come here and do that? Is Brian Dabble? Is Matt? Ken- no. So I see no. Th- there's not a scenario in my head right now that I see. I see. I think they missed the playoffs. I think they. I think they have a dud. They throw a dud against Dallas or Washington and blow it. That would be incredible. I think they come out. I, I thought think, the New York was going to do that against the Eagles yesterday. I was so confident the Eagles were going to win that game in the second half. I thought New York was going to blow it. Say, hey, you had a great first half. That was a great time. We, we did our, We counted this as a win. Now lose the rest of the game. Chase Young is going to bully Jason Peters for three sacks. Doug Peterson is going to say he gives us the best chance to win. <laughs> Jason games. Peters. Do you uh, think, Carson Wentz. Think is he gonna, can give him like break Carson Wentz's leg or something, so then Carson Wentz just can't come back next year. Is that bad disaster? For? Yes. <laughs> Carson Wentz is going to throw two picks to Ronald Darby. And that's going to be poetic justice. And then, no, I'm kidding. I love Wentz, but still, like, I don't know if you can rely on him to be your quarterback next no, year. No, they got to bench him. I think, I think they bench. Look, when they, if they go, all see what you're having, Jalen Hurts. If they go on five, they should bench him. If they go zero and five, they should bench him. And next year, if you even, can, if Jeffrey Lurie says I'm going to keep all these guys, they should get four games. If Not you go even, two and two, I, there's no point. Why would they like? The, I, just, I can't. I don't, that's my thing. How do? How? How can you? Jeffrey Lurie's a good owner. Like yeah. we're gonna, like I can. Great admit, owner, great owner. I love the man. How can you see this plan that they're putting out and think this is gonna work? Like, oh, we gonna write this ship? You can't buy that. You didn't buy that with Chip Kelly. You didn't buy right. that with Andy Reid. And you. And I don't think it. he trusts Peterson anyway. I don't even think he likes Doug that much. People are like, oh, how he loves. I mean, just how he can Doug. walk all over him. Jeff, Jeff literally said, "You can't keep this three coaches. Three coaches, you can't keep them." Sorry, Doug. You weren't my first choice. I actually wanted John Harbaugh, Sean Payton. I wanted Adam Gase. I wanted and all Matt these McAdoo. I wanted Ben. You—they're fucking <laughs> forty. They're they're fourteen hours from hiring Ben McAdoo over your ass. So how can you how can you really say that Jeffrey Lurie is going to pick Doug? Doug. Jeff loved Andy, and he fired him. He said, "I wish I fired him earlier." And the same thing true. With, he should have. I mean, and yeah. the same thing with Carson. People, like, I don't know. I wasn't really like this type of fan when I was that younger. But Donovan McNabb got McNabb got dragged through the mud by this fan base, and this fan base just coddles Carson so much. I think I don't understand the reason why he's so coddled. Like, what's the? What is the thing? What is the enamoration behind him? Because we can't criticize. You can't criticize Carson Wentz without being called like Elliot Shore Parks, but. Joe Giglio has been right for a long time. So, so, but so I just, by the way, I just finished off. I just did this like playoff predictor thing online to see what the standings would look like. The Eagles are either looking at the four seed at, at five, 10, and one going against a 12 and four Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
<laughs> or picking seventh overall. So you tell slaughter. me which one you'd rather do. That would be a slaughter. If you the, Eagles, see... the Eagles are going to have a great time with Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Gronk. Oh, if great If you want to see a slaughter, if you want to watch a snuff film, Buccaneers, Eagles. Tom, You let me know what you would prefer. Seventh overall or getting killed by a team overall, with, with, with get, nine more wins than you? Seventh overall, we get a top 10 talent. We get like Patrick Certain, Caleb Farley, Penny Swell. Michael Parsons. Or you get blown out in a playoff, and you get a second straight absolute dud playoff game at home, and then the Doug, and then since 2017, the Eagles will be one in three in the playoffs, and are should be one in four outside of a double doink. So there's no True. success. There's no. Yeah. I said it today. Time. I said it today. The Super Bowl was an outlier. That's not the new norm. Super Bowl's Frank Reichs. They're 28, they're eight, like 28, 29. They're like 500 if you take away 2017. And I know you, it's like, oh, why, why, why would you take away the Super Bowl season? But that just proves it. It's an outlier. This regime is average at best without that miracle season when you had the best coaches, the best roster, and Carson Wentz was at his best. And how, who is to blame for Carson Wentz's regression? Like you can blame Carson, but it's the head coach. It's the head coach who wants these coaches. He wants the quarterback coach. He wants this guy to some extent. So you have to blame him. And then let's say you fire Doug and you get a new head coach next year. That's a make or break season for Carson Wentz. If you fail under two head coaches, that's it. You're done. Yeah, I can't. I personally can't wait until if the Eagles bench Carson Wentz with Jalen Hurts to see what's going to happen with Jalen Hurts, the packages that Doug Peterson runs. Because instead of three read option plays a game, we're going to run 40. <laughs> Bro, I doesn't I even know who Jalen Hurts get like Jalen Hurts. I I understand there's a there's this like fear that he isn't a good passer because like Alabama and then that last yeah. game against LSU. Yeah. But this kid threw for three like. But four, make four, but make the defenses guess. Make the defenses guess. You can't just run a read option because they're gonna run commit. You have to make the D. You have to let Hurts throw the ball once in a while so they can prepare for for pass defense. You have to you have to let the defense prepare for both sides both sides of the football so that you can move down the field and Jalen Hurts could be useful. And then and then Jason Kelsey can't snap from the football, and he has three fumbles because he had a horrible playing. game. Jason Kelsey had I, a horrible game. My thing is like okay, he has three fumbles, and then people are like, oh, he fumbles a lot. But I'm like, you put him if you're going to put a rookie quarterback in the game cold to take a shotgun pass from a center he does not practice with to run a play, he. He probably practices all. That's probably all he does in practice because the only play they run for him. But you're putting it in such terrible situations. And again, it's on the coach. Like, how can you look at Doug Peterson right now and think he, yeah, this this guy can turn it around? And he does not know how to fix his offense, and he does not know how to fix Carson. So at this point, what's there's no faith in that head, in that head coach. And eventually, the team's going to turn on him. If you lose five straight games, well, six straight games, counting this one, what player is going to stand up for you at that point? Very true. Now, does 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 anybody have anything else to say before we get into to week eleven and the Cleveland Browns? I'll I'll just say one thing before we talk very briefly about the Browns. I you know as much as we're ripping this team right now, I actually do think there is a future here. But Where it, it okay yeah so so it includes it includes blowing up a lot of what we want to hold on to. So I would say if you want to think about guys that this that the future could hold, you're talking about Miles Sanders, Travis Fulgham, Greg Ward, Jalen Rager. Rager. Dallas, Dallas Goddard, Goddard uh, Nate Herbig, Jordan Mailata, Jordan Mailata, 
Dwayne Johnson Peters. is still young enough. <laughs> oh, Jason, yeah, J- Jason Peters. Isaac, Josh Jason Sweat. Peters is signing a three-year deal tomorrow. Jo- Josh Sweat, Isaac Sayamalu, uh, Kayvon Wallace, Hassan Ridgeway. Yeah, why have we seen Kayvon? Looking on, I, he got injured. One play special teams. He's no, he's back injured. now, isn't he? I thought he's, he's on back. IR. He's oh, back. Here's a name. I say, remember this thing, Luke Jariga. Remember the yep. name. Remember that name. Jariga, you got uh, Epps. Epps has been a big guy that they like a lot. He's what about Maddox. COVID? Wait, what about like wait, go, wait, what about LJ Fort? <laughs> I, I still, I still <laughs> like Maddox, right? But like, and then, and then start thinking about this. You, if you trade, you trade Fletcher Cox, which I think actually is a step they should take. You can keep trade half that defensive line. I, I honestly, Barnett has had a better year than I expected. Yeah, I'm fine keeping him. him. I'm no, fine keeping him. him. He's no, he under has, the fifth year option. He has, yeah, he has a he has a one year ten million dollar deal. I, I think he split, trade Graham. I'd I'd split that ten million dollar deal. I give you two year ten million. You guarantee it. You get two years of. It's five already it's already guaranteed. I think you. I think no, he it trade, guarantee. It doesn't guarantee until. Oh, uh, you're trade. right. It doesn't guarantee until. Yeah. Okay. So I would say I, I I'd keep Barnett on the roster, but I think first and foremost. Wentz could get you a big package, although I think they're in some sort of they're gonna Wentz have won't cap get problems. You a big package, not there. Don't talk he'll, yourself he'll, into that. Bro, I second think round trade. pick, second round pick, maybe oh, a second, right? a second it. and a fourth. The quarterback is such an inflated position. Yeah, you can even get, like you a can decade get. ago that Car- Carson and bro, a good, too. a good contract too. A good contract too. A good contract. I think you trade. I think you trade BG. You can get a first and a third. You you save no money saving trading Gramlow right now. But that's the thing. That's the problem they're gonna have with Wentz too. Is that they're not they're gonna be a, they're gonna have if cap trade, problems trading him trade post Wentz June one. Off, if they trade Wentz this offseason, if they trade him, not cut him, they gain no money. It's just a you I don't still care pay, if you, you gain any money, bro. He sucks. No, but but I I think that I, I'm sure there are some ways to game this where you you trade him post June one and you carry over some money. But yeah, they're not they don't have a ton of success I think, there. I do I think say, he plays. I do think he's on the roster next year. Deshaun, Alshon are gone. Zach Ertz got to be gone. Peter's got to be gone. I think Brooks. He's I don't think they're good Brooks. Fully, I don't think they're good Brooks. It's 2021's fully guaranteed in his contract. Oh, my God, bro. For all the him. talk of Howie Roseman, the cap wizard, this guy, can you point to me the last good cap decision he made? Because, like, this is actually something that will get me pissed off. Because for a while, we've been saying Howie Roseman, cap genius, cap genius. And then what are we looking at? Alshon Jeffrey hasn't played in a full calendar year making $15 million a year. Deshaun Jackson making $10 million a year. And we're paying Jason Peters. We gave him a pay bump for him to move to left tackle. Like what? And I can't, bro, Malik Jackson, Javon Hargrave, we're paying them $23 million a year combined. And we're getting the production of like one pretty good defensive lineman from both those guys combined. uh, We're getting a healthy Timmy Jernigan. Yeah, no, seriously, that's a healthy it, Timmy Jernigan for $23 million a year. The money they're saving at linebacker, they're not spending anywhere else. They, Oh, my God. Like, the, the cap stuff, people are like, yeah, we could keep we could keep Roseman and keep him in the cap corner. You know what? No, I'm done with this guy. I Howie Roseman has been has been a member of the Philadelphia Eagles organization. It's, a it's, a, it's over a decade. It's more. It's two, it's, I think it's 20 years at this point, just as a I member, right? Because he's an Eagles fan, I think. Or, or he, he grew came, up in Philly or something like he that. Came, he, he came in... He was hired in 2000. He was hired no, in 2000. 
It is. As a salary oh, cap. He's been around over a while. Oh, he was the GM for 10 years. Yeah, he's... look at this. Look at this. All right, 2000, he's hired a salary cap staff council. And in 2003, he's promoted for director of football administration. 2006, he becomes the VP of football administration. 2008, he becomes the VP of player personnel. 2010, he becomes the GM. 2015, after Chip, he becomes the executive vice president of football ops. And then 19, he becomes the vice president, the, the general manager again. So this is 20 years that he has been a member of this organization. And I cannot tell you, since he's become general manager and had full control over this roster, besides the one offseason where he lucked into a couple of good signings and a couple of good picks at the beginning of Chip's tenure that we can honestly probably attribute partially to Chip Kelly, I can't tell you what he's been doing well. He's lost the cap touch, before, per se. Dude. He's just... Chip Kelly, as much as we give him, we give him a ton of crap. He was a good drafter. He had to give it fine. to him. I mean, he the Huff was a terrible yeah. pick, and so was Huff was a terrible pick. We got Wayne Johnson. Yeah. Um, you know, no, screw me. He screw had won twenty thirteen. Talk twenty thirteen was good, but after that, he sort of just blew it. Yeah, it's shut so. up, Max. The only way, oh. the only way you can like Dix comprehend keeping Howie Roseman is if you drop. Is if he goes back to that executive president of football operations, that corner office in the stadium where that's not, and then that's what what does he do? Then he's a part of like then he's then he plays that you know executive role. He's more toward like the business side again, contract he'd handle, and then he'd be a part of like the coaching search. But you can't he can't have player personnel control. Like you can bring in. I I'd like him out. I'd like him gone. But I, said, I, I really just, would like him gone. I feel like if he could, he make the full transition from player person from like football to business. Because I feel like Jeffrey Lord. He's a lawyer. I just found. He's that a out. lawyer. He's, 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 got, he's got a law degree from Fordham. No, yeah, I knew he's a lawyer. So could, like huge, but he can't. The football stuff, he can't be. Why in. is a lawyer making our draft picks? That's I'm just gonna throw that out there. Wait, hey, bro, think of the two. The and two that's that's like not two, a terrible. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> definitely not smart. People, but like two people who come who left our front office with when Howie was here, Jason liked. He's an okay GM for Tampa Bay. But you know who has built the best roster in football right now? It is Brett Veach in Tampa in Kansas City. And he spent a good amount of time here with Andy Reid. And now he's the best GM in football. And meanwhile, Roseman- meanwhile, Roseman's coach, Mo- Roseman's executive tree is uh Joe Douglas and the guy who went to Cleveland. Who went to Cleveland? I'm blanking Andrew on his Barry. name. Barry. Here again, another one. How is he is he gonna get is he gonna win another power struggle? Is he gonna go on to three head coaches? That can't happen. How is that possible? You can't you can't sell that. Yeah, no, no GM stays around for three different coaches. Just uh, you, it's kind of unheard of. Unless it's, unless it's like unless it's like John Elway, where he's only also one like is Jerry Elway. Jones. Jerry Jones and John Elway. And you can't fire Jerry owns the team. And Elway basically does because the, I, that ownership structure he is that he is that franchise. The ownership structure of Denver basically revolves around Elway being the personnel guy completely. So they're not going to fire him. It does suck though, because I think, I think, I think Lurie has a tough time saying goodbye to his buddy, which is think, the issue. So I, I could, he, I think it's totally going to be Lurie, a he can stay in his guest like, house whenever he wants to Lurie's gonna, get him off the team. I, I think most likely like the best case scenario we can hope for Peterson's gone. The entire coaching staff is gone. Minus a couple of stragglers here and there who have actually been good. The entire front office is cleaned out. Stout. There's some it. people though. There's some people in it that are good. Like yeah, you, but like, like good. it's the same deal, right? You keep the you keep the kind of good guys. You uh, yeah. clean out everybody else, and then Howie Roseman becomes like a senior advisor to the owner. He becomes like a partner in the ownership. He, he sort of ch- just like, like I, I, I just hangs role, around. I think his role changes. I don't think he's. I think his role changes. I cannot see it. And if it happens, I'll be stunned. If he's if if the current 
if Doug Peterson's back and the current power structure with Harry Roseman continues, then what? What we're we're Washington. Well, I'd be happy. I'd be happy if he just doesn't do the press conferences anymore. I'm so tired of him coming up here and being like, you know, we got to do better at X. We're pissed off. Yes, it's just oh my god. I really don't want to hear Doug talk ever again. James Harden just posted a story. I also don't want. It's something calling cap. Don't don't even look at it. Um, I I was just watching it actually. mm, No, I don't want to see Doug Peterson ever call a play again either. Tell you that. Have someone like, else call, start calling Doug, the plays. They'll do state league and call the plays from now on. Like Doug is gonna go like he's gonna get fired and then find a job in like a few weeks. He'll be like he'll end up in Indianapolis. He'll end up in Chicago. <laughs> working working for Frank Reich. He'll end up in Chicago <laughs> with Nagy. He'll end up that in, would be something. Back to Kansas end, City. He'll just take the enemy's job. He'll find somewhere. Yeah, we'll switch. We'll trade him the enemy for uh Doug. But I don't think I don't think Howie finds another one. You don't think Howie finds another what? Hey coach? I don't think Howie finds another job. Like I don't oh. think he, gets, he he does not get full power again anywhere. No, I, mean, I don't I, think. No, he'll be an assistant GM. I, I don't think. I, I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants a new team. I think these no, been twenty years. Sure, he's four kids. I think he'll be a lawyer in Philadelphia. That's why I think he just. Yeah. I think that's why I think he'd be okay with a reassignment. I think he'd. Yeah. I really think it'd be like a a sort of like. Like a pat on the back. know how much money Howie's making as GM? It's like three three million. Yes, he's got enough to retire. He's gonna go do. I, he'll be with the team in some capacity. Yeah, he'll, Jeffrey Lawrence. Yeah, he'll Jeffrey be like, hey, friend. Give me he'll be Jeffrey Lawrence's friend. Title, yeah, he'll give thing. me a different title. Pay me five hundred k a year. I'm out of your hair. He'll be in like the press. He'll be in the booth. Three million looks like an exaggeration. It's probably closer to two. Still, just sit, just sit in the press. Over a million's a lot of money. Sit yeah. in the owner's box. Just be like that finance. Just be that like. And just stay. Just whatever. Keep the title executive of football operations, but. You're, you're not even, bro. I'm do. telling you, like senior advisor of the owner, or like owner's assistant, or you know, like, owner's little think, bitch. Owner's. Like, I, I was just about to say that, Max. That's like, great. I just don't think. He's in, <laughs> I just don't think he's the GM next year. Like, I can't see it. I can't. He shouldn't people, be. He should and not other be. people who like who see this team from the outside, and it's like, well, why would you blow it up? Yeah, one bad year, but it's like have we've you, had three bad years. If you watch this team, it's been a okay year. A wow, we were really bad, but somehow made a the terrible ball. division. And then now we're horrible, and somehow we're gonna make the playoffs. And then on national TV, they're gonna see when Tom Brady throws like those 500 yards against. Hey, him. you want to hear a fun fact for you, Jay? Eagles have not lost to national TV this year yet, or uh, prime time. Yeah, they're they prime they time. At, yeah, they suck at 1 p.m. though. They, they, they oh, they haven't won at 1 p.m. yet. They're on five. Um, but let me see yeah. if I can pull up. I, oh, yeah, I want to see how many how many games the Eagles have won against non NFC East opponents in the last three years. Just want to take you? Yeah, I'm gonna do. You know what? Let's do this Not right now. Lot. You guys take your guesses. You guys take your guesses while I pull up the answer. What was the question exactly? How many games have the Eagles won against non-NFC's opponents since the Super Bowl? Since the Super Bowl, last three years. So it's 2018, 2019. What were they nine and seven last year? I'll say, I'll say seven. Seven. In the last three years, including right. this year, we including this year. Yeah, yeah, including this year. Right, so let me see the record since the Super Bowl. It's it cool. was it was nine. No, and seven, Jay's nine cheating. And seven. Jay's nine cheating. It's nine oh, and seven. Nine so and they're, seven. They're twenty-one, nineteen, and one since. I'm going with nine. Okay, we got nine seven. for Max. We have. What did Donovan say? <laughs> I'm gonna say like. I'm gonna say like six or seven too. No, you can't cheat. You no pick I'll six. Give six. Six. All right, six go with six. Okay, hold on. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna say eight. I'm gonna say eight. All right. Well, while uh, Nader looks that up, I'm gonna give you guys my five top head coaching candidates. Are you ready? Eric Bieniemy, 
Dabble's definitely on there. I'm not opposed to looking at uh, the Giants' defense coordinator, Patrick Graham. It's not a bad one. Robert Sala. Urban Meyer, a good one. I don't think Urban Meyer will come NFL. Doubt Matt it. Campbell. Joe Brady. Lincoln Riley. Max Lynn. You ever Lincoln Riley is a good one. Lincoln Riley. Max I, like. Lynn. I heard Max Lynn's a great coach. I hear he's a lot better than Doug Peterson, I'll tell you that. Max Lynn. At least he'll call some nice quick snaps. No. I, and let guys, Jalen Hurts throw the fucking ball. All right. You ready for this? Okay, here we go. We've got one win against Atlanta to start 2018. Yeah, I remember that one. That was barely a win. Two is against Indianapolis in week barely three. Barely a win. Week eight makes it three against Jacksonville in London. Wasn't that barely a win, too? Weren't they down a half time? 28-18, yeah. 24-18. Yeah. And then four and five four and five are at LA and Houston at the end of the year with Nick Foles. Yeah. So that makes it... Are we including... It, no, they didn't win it. Well, I guess... They won Chicago one. Game. They won one. I'm going to count that. That's Don't five. All right, so that's five in 2018. 2019, they have... One against Green Bay makes it six. Jets make it seven. Bills make it eight. Chicago makes it nine. And they didn't win anymore. So that's nine plus I was closest. one this year is ten. Ten. Yeah, I said ten. Nine. Max, Max so got ten. it. So 11 wins of their 20 since the Super Bowl have come against this division. And it shows you how bad more, the division more, is. More wins. They had their, their 9 9 makes it 18 plus the three this year plus the playoff game is 22. So 11 of 22. Yeah, they're, they're, they've, put, they've won 50% of their games since hey, the Super go Bowl. Hey, go Birds, baby. Go Birds. Against where, the worst. Where, and think of where the Giants and Reds Against the worst. Yeah, the worst teams in football. Been, they were picking two top and, 10. They're two two top, top five. They were two and they were, we're talking like Giants are going to be probably picking top 10 this year if they don't win out the division. They're all picking top 10 this year. All of us, except, the, except, one, except for the playoff team, maybe. Team will not pick in the top there's 10. so many. There's good talent this year, too. If they get to make the playoffs, I'm going to be mad. Watch, they're going to make the playoffs and win a game. It's not worth it. That's the thing. It's not. What's the point of winning a game in the playoffs just to get smoked the next week? Like this team has. What, Yo, you really man. gonna make a Super Bowl run at four eleven and one? Wait, no can I bring something happens, up real quick? Do y'all no remember when happens. Donovan said we're going to the Super Bowl two weeks ago? Because I certainly do. <laughs> I Obviously, that. though, it's a joke. <laughs> was it? No. Wasn't a Donovan was feeling it, man. <laughs> Listen, we beat the we beat after the Giants barely, after football. they beat the Giants. All the Boston Scott touchdowns like twenty seconds left. <laughs> and and think about it. Even if they make the playoffs and win a game, they're in cap hell. So half this team is gone. So it's like, yeah. oh, we, all these veteran players, bro. I cannot. They have. They're going to be. This is going to be a post happy off season. It should be exciting to post. Hey, it's going to be exciting this week, Jay. A little NBA free agency to get our minds off this terrible Eagles team. This off season is going to be exciting or is going to be painfully dreadful, and I'm going to be negative up until this exact time next. It's going to be terrible. I can tell. I can already tell you. I will post Jay. We're Philadelphia sports team. It's going to be terrible. I'll post the most negative things. If we keep Harry Roseman and Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz in the same situation, I will be so negative all year. Everyone is going. I will be. I will I can be. Predict the I future, will become, Jay. It's going to be. Terrible. I will become. The I will become Elliot Shore Parks, Joe Giglio, and Saint Nick, and and goddamn Mark Lom- and Matt Lombardi when he was here. I'll become him. That's how I negative hate Matt I'll Lombardo. get. That's how negative I'll get. If ooh, ooh. Well, yeah. we can we, listen. We can we can go off about the Eagles all day here. Let's just let's just get into the next week because that's what we we're here for. That's what we have. We're gonna to let do. Baker Mayfield drop forty five on them. The game's in Cleveland, right? I don't care if it's in Cleveland. Oh, no, the game's, in, the game's in Philadelphia, I think. 
45 to the link, 45 and where the hell Cleveland's field name is. Baker Mayfield's going to look like an all-star. He's going to look like the MVP candidate. He's going to look like Kyler Murray out there. Yeah, Nick, Nick, Chubb, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I feel like, are going to run. 300 yards. 300, 300 yards. Each. They, they ran each. They ran, they ran yards combined against Dallas. Yep. That's how they beat Dallas. Bro, Jarvis yep. Landry is going to catch, like, 18 passes for 99 yards on Nick Hill. Imagine Robinson. if Odell was still playing and wasn't hurt. Yeah. Like, the well, Don, I mean, Baker, Donovan Peoples-Jones Peoples Jones is going to catch, like, Eight I love Donovan Peoples Jones. Oh, the man out of Syracuse. Him. Oh, no, he's no, he's the one out of Michigan. He'll have more yards. Oh, that's right. He'll okay. have more catches, yards, and touchdowns against us than Jay Jaw has had in his whole career. Jaw was a healthy scratch this week. Bro, I bet I I said that Jay Jaw was gonna have thirty catches. He's not even gonna have thirty snaps. He has one catch. Two. He has two. I rather have taken, literally. No, he has two. Two, two. I, yeah, he has the one long length. It's Pittsburgh. I rather have traded the pick. The sec- that second round pick for a 27, 20, 2077th than have J.J. on my roster right now. I'd rather get a seventh round pick. He's probably doing more than J.J. Arcega Whiteside. He'd be doing as much of anything. Honestly, it's terrible. I'm doing as much as J.J. Arcega Whiteside. Oh, just put him on tight end. Just put him on tight end so he can block. He can do, he can block. He can block. I will give him that. He blocks. I wonder the how, I wonder how Akeem Hunter's, uh, Butler's doing. What a, that was just random. That was so random. He's on the practice squad again. Yep. He's terrible Richard Richard Rogers, our best tight end. I agree with He's that. He's getting a ridiculous amount of targets a game. It's really out of control. He's actually he's not. catching the ball. Because he's, so, he's just like weirdly open. Like not like how are you open? <laughs> yeah, he is. What are you <laughs> thinking? Oh, Richard Rogers is gonna catch the ball today? Yeah, no. You, everyone thinks? just remember everyone remembers Richard Rogers from him dropping the offside's kick in the Green Bay game. That's, brand, that's Brandon Bostic. Ah uh, shoot. Of course, the history. Damn. Dick Rod was got my name fixed up. Dick Rod was catching touchdowns that game. Yeah, Hail Mary. And then Greg Ward's just like, okay. Like, he'll catch like seven passes for 22 yards one game, and you're just like, why? Yeah, that's PPR points, though. It's like, why? We don't even, yeah. we, we don't even give Quez Max a chance. Max only cares about fantasy football. We don't even give Quez That's all I care about now. No, the Eagles suck. Hopefully Jason I win. Huntley. I'm trying Jason to win money. I don't know why Jason Huntley's on our roster. I don't know why. He's just inactive every game when Miles Sanders is healthy. I don't really know why we're also not getting Miles Sanders like 30 carries a game, but you know, hey, Doug Peterson, baby. He's never, he's, he's never had, Miles Sanders never had a game over 20 rushing attempts. Since I know before the game, I haven't looked at it since after the game. Which he's is ridiculous. 6.1 yards per carry. 6. He's 1. leading the league. He's leading the league in yards per carry. Just absurd. absurd. I can't, I can't deal with it's Doug ridiculous. Peterson anymore. Fire him, let Deuce Daly coach the rest of the season. Let Jalen Hurts be the quarterback. See what you got. You, you go on a little run, beat the Seahawks, beat the Browns. What a fall from grace Doug Peterson has had. Yeah. He was on top yep. of Philadelphia for a whole year, too. There's a statue of him outside. and Yeah. They might yeah, just Nick burn Foles that. Too. They might just take that away. Nick Foles' system quarterback, by the way. They're barely beating the Vikings right now. Nick Foles has never been good. He's actually never yet. The, the, the Wentz he had, Foles he argument is irrelevant. Me and Donovan got to this last, last That's an irrelevant argument. Yet. It's really Wentz first, like, the alternatives of that himself not falls in multiple picks. Yeah. Well, have, hey, listen, I, I could I could probably already tell what your guys' predictions are, but let's. Just, I'm going to ask it anyway. An L. What do you guys think is going to happen? Loss. Um, let's go 38-14, Cleveland. Ooh. Wow, blowout! You're being generous. I, that's a blowout. No, what I think I, I'm going to spot them. I'll say something like 27-13. 
Jay? Cleveland. You said 27-14? 13. I'll say like 24-10 Cleveland. I was going to say 23-17 Cleveland. Well, we'll Miles see how Garrett's going to eat Jason Peters alive. Yeah. Yeah. Miles Garrett's going to yeah. – God, I, that, that game's going to just be, be a headache. Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are gonna run rough shot over this Eagles defensive line, and these linebackers aren't gonna be able to catch up. Do we have any last words about this football team? They suck. How many weeks until the eulogy of the twenty twenty Eagles? Hey, 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 hey! How many One. more days till we get James Harden in Philadelphia? Jay, that's the better question. It's just suck. Shut up. Same. I'm looking forward to NBA free agency this week. Sixers do something good, and it's all going to be ruined on Sunday. When yeah, I'm, yeah some nice Sixers talk. Very happy to have that. Yeah. yeah. Start a Sixers podcast. We'll switch into a Sixers podcast when this team makes me want to blow my brains out, which they already do. Don't get me wrong, but we all know Jay's a Spurs fan. Y'all can give him some shit for that. Yes. Yeah, oh, God. Eagles underscore Empire. Drop some uh, comments under his uh, post. Spurs suck. <laughs> Tanking. We're taking this shit. We got the Fiesta jerseys out. Harden to Philadelphia. Come on, maybe. Make it happen. All right. Well, just like that, we're going to end things here. Oh, wait. Last Probably point. About, okay. Justin, Justin Jefferson just went over 100 yards. Go ahead. Did he really? Okay. <laughs> yes, he did. Honestly, oh. I, don't think, actually, I don't think Doug Peterson could use him anyway. So. Good for the they, they, no, they, they, I've actually thought that. If we had DK Metcalf, he would have stunk. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Bro, he he literally have like four yards. This no, you know what though? No, in all seriousness, Moorhead's been a, been a good wide receiver. Moorhead has been good. That's true. Moorhead's been a good wide receiver. True, true, him true, and true, true. Yeah, but him and Stoutland guys- are the only two coaches on this coaching staff that I have faith in. You can get guys open, but you can't scheme them. You can't but, make play for them, and your quarterback can't hit him. So, but that that falls on Doug Peterson, not on Moorhead. Yeah, no. Doug Peterson sucks. Yep. I'm legitimately only watching these games right now for Travis Pilgrim. We're gonna be we're gonna be Rager. Ross for Rager too. Yeah, we're right, gonna be yeah. we're gonna be That's it. We're gonna I need for Marlotta, but they ruined that. <laughs> they did ruin that for Jason Peters. I had three joys, and he's a million one. years old. He's like forty. My, they took one of my joys away, and then Josh Wett doesn't do anything now, so another one has been gone. Now it's Alex Singleton. My, my joy right now is Miles Sanders. Yeah, Sanders is fun. I'm, I, you know, I can't yeah, watch Sanders be good, bro. I'm just glad like Peterson. every time, every time I see Sanders rip off a run, I'm like, damn, like. We're just not going to pay him in two years because my joy, my joy, dollars, and it's not going to be hey, worth Doug, it. Hey, Doug's not going to run him into the ground though, so he's going to have good wheels. We don't give him carries anyway. So he's let's got sign them. Jordan Howard. Not ironically, let's sign Jordan Howard. My the joy next, is Corey Clement. going to run into the ground. I see Clement, Clement sucks, bro. I see Corey Clement on the field one more time. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about him. The fact that Miles right, well, didn't have a touchdown on Sunday, but both Clement and Boston Scott did is ridiculous. Yeah, that like, shows you everything right there. I hate Doug Peterson. Don't know why he wasn't getting goal line carries, but but just I like that, we're gonna Doug end Peterson. It. Let's all say it together. I hate I Doug hate Peterson. Doug Peterson. I hate Doug Peterson. And that's gonna be the title of the podcast this episode. Um I've God, been that one. the Eagles updates, Jay, Eagles underscore Empire, Eagles Intel Max. I hate this team. Eagles.world Nader. <laughs> and we'll trade out Horford. We'll ca- we'll catch you guys next <laughs> week in the next in the next pod when uh Philadelphia. Well, Horford's on the Spurs. Have some fun, boys. Have a great time and uh, go Eagles. Go Birds, baby. Yeah. Am I good now? Yeah, yeah you're good now. Me. All right, cool. Did you fix something? Because it's much better. It. I cha- I just changed the, the Wi-Fi. I have two Wi-Fis at my house. So I All, right, All right, so uh, it's recording whenever you're ready. Oh, I'm hosting? All right. Yeah.
I don't want to host. Real. Yeah, facts. All right, I'm s- shut up. I'm starting. Shut the fuck <laughs> off. <laughs>